Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey there, I'm Nancy Norbeck. I am back with this week's Creative Pep Talk. And this time I have a theme that may kind of surprise you a little bit, and that is this, keep it to yourself. Now, I am not trying to say that your creative project is something that is not worthy of being shared with others. That's not at all true. But when you are starting a new creative project and you're so excited and you like, you want to tell everybody about it. You want to show everybody, look, I wrote this thing. I drew this thing. I did whatever it is that you did. You're also at your most vulnerable point in the process. And the really, really tough part is that that excitement is part of what makes you vulnerable because it makes it much harder for you, not only not to tell everybody, but not to be crushed if you show your work to the wrong person at the wrong time and get a reaction that does not equal your enthusiasm. I have said many, many times, including in interviews on this podcast and other places, that when you start a new project, that project is made of gossamer and moon dust. Somebody breathes on that thing wrong and it will fall to pieces. You will lose your whole sense of excitement and confidence in it if you let the wrong person say or, or do something with it at the wrong moment. You need to wait until you have enough of it that you are secure in what you are creating. Raw enthusiasm is not enough to do that. You need to feel grounded in it. You need to know that your vision is now in a place where you can take criticism and not be wildly thrown off course. Now, there may be some people out there who don't have this issue, who are just absolutely criticism proof. And if that's you, more power to you. I applaud you. But most of us are not that person. Most of us are the person who is just starting the new thing, hoping that it's going to be wonderful. We have all sorts of wild visions in our heads of what the thing is going to look like. And we have no idea what it'll actually look like because things change in the process. That's how it works. But they are sugar plums dancing in your head. They don't have a foundation under them that can survive the storm that is literally one wrong breath in the wrong direction. Now this goes along with my previous pep talk about knowing your audience. Don't show your work to just anybody. Show your work to people who are more likely to actually understand and appreciate your work, give you some constructive feedback rather than, oh, you know, you wrote a horror story and I only read romance and I think this is terrible. That doesn't make any sense, right? You're setting yourself up to be cut down in that situation. And yes, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but not necessarily. Um, and, and it is not going to go well for you. So when you finally do show it to someone, choose your audience. Not everybody is going to be your audience in anything, even just generally in life. No one is liked by everyone. If you don't believe that, go look on social media and you'll get proof in a hurry. You know, there are the people that we are never going to please. It does not matter what we do. 
we are never going to please a certain set of people. There are people who will think that everything we do is fantastic. And those people have their place and we love them, though they may not be the ones that you want to give you constructive criticism because they'll just think everything is wonderful and doesn't need any work at all if you're in that stage. And that can be really frustrating. And then there's the group in the middle that sometimes will think you're great, sometimes won't care. And so you have to know who you're talking to. But until you reach the point where you have that solid foundation that is not going to wash away because a rainstorm came up, keep it to yourself. Make it a sacred thing that you hold on to. It can, it can be like, you know, the secret thing that only you know about, which can actually make it even more exciting and fun. And then when you start to feel, and you'll feel it, it's a body sensation. You will feel more grounded with it. It could be 50 pages in. It could be for somebody else, 100 pages, 200 pages. It's not going to be the same for everybody. And obviously, if you're not writing, it's going to look different from that. But you'll know. You'll feel it. You'll know that you're at a stage where you're ready to take actual criticism and take it to heart for the value that it offers, assuming that it's offered in a constructive way and not a destructive way, obviously. And then you can show it to people. Then you can let the the enthusiasm roll the day. But until then, it's your special thing and you need to protect it until it's ready to go out into the world. That's it for right now. And I will see you next time. You know, I talk to people all the time who are feeling totally lost, overwhelmed, and stuck creatively. And I know there are lots more of you out there who are feeling the same way. So I made something to help. Check out the link in your podcast app for my creative tune-up kit. It's 37 bucks, super affordable, and it's full of my favorite coaching tools to help you rediscover your creative self and make progress fast. I would love to get it into your hands so that you can get unstuck and create beautiful things this year. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners.